Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for wrapping up your week with us. This is your Friday edition of Fantasy MLB Today. We are a Sports Ethos presentation, of course, and I'm your host, Joe Orico. You can find me on Twitter at JoeOrico99 and also at EthosFantasyBB. We are still posting daily podcasts over there, this one, and you can also find our Dynasty Baseball podcast getting posted there once a week with Andrew DeSegli. We are going to start to ramp up our written content again uh, in the coming weeks. We're giving the guys a little bit of time off here as the fantasy season has come to an end, uh, but come next month, uh, once we get November started, we're definitely definitely going to have some written content coming back out, so make sure you guys are still following over there. If you're not on social media, of course, sportsethos.com is the website. Got a lot of fun stuff in the lead up to the fantasy basketball season as well. Uh, I'm doing a industry fantasy basketball mock uh, with a few fun people, Josh Lloyd, uh, our boss, uh, Dan Bespris and Aaron Bruski, uh, a lot of fun people who are involved in that. So we're also talking about that on the timeline a little bit if you guys are interested in fantasy basketball. I'm not going to get into it so much this year. Last year, I really did. Uh, sink my teeth into it. I was doing the weekly podcast at Sports Ethos talking fantasy basketball. I was tweeting out a lot of stuff. I was very active in our Discord. But this year, still going to remain very focused on uh, fantasy baseball and baseball in general. I'll dip my toe in the water here and there. I'll send out some random tweets about basketball, fantasy basketball. But we're still going to be here with you guys uh, providing that baseball content that you are used to. Today, we are going to be talking a little bit about the Division Series matchups. I did not fare terribly well in my wild card predictions. I only got one out of four right. Now, I think that I could have done a little bit better. Uh, specifically, if Brandon Woodruff hadn't got hurt, um, I should have. I I did like not on the. I know it's going to sound like revisionist. I, I once Brandon Woodruff was ruled out, I kind of figured the Brewers were not going to be such a favorite and it'd be a lot more of a coin toss. And the Diamondbacks did end up winning. But I did predict in the you know coming in very stupidly that my Jays would win. I thought the Rays would win, and I did think the Brewers would win. Now, the one prediction that I did get right in the wild card was the Phillies over the Marlins. That one I think a lot of people did uh, expect to happen. So we are set up now for the four division series. We have the Rangers and Orioles, Twins and Astros, Phillies and Braves, and then we have the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers. So nothing has changed in terms of my World Series prediction, which still remains, uh, uh, excuse me, the Astros, or excuse me, the Braves uh, beating the Astros. Uh, Sorry, the Braves beating the Astros. Orlando Arcia was my prediction for World Series MVP. I have no reason uh, to change that at this point. Now, in terms of the Division Series matchups, let's start with the Rangers and the Orioles. I don't really think there's a huge difference, but I think the whole thing about the pitching aspect of the Orioles being their weakness here, 
they actually are, are it's flipped around. I think that the Orioles uh, pitching is a strength in this series, especially in the first couple of games. Uh, we don't have an announced starter for a few of these different games. They're going to be tomorrow, uh, starting tomorrow afternoon. This is the early game at 1 o'clock, and we do not have an announced starter for the Rangers. The Orioles are going to go Kyle Bradish in game one, and then uh, presumably, I, I believe it's been announced, Grayson Rodriguez in game two. The Rangers don't have an announced starter. They used Montgomery and Eovaldi. Outside of that, I think they'll probably use Dane Dunning. Uh, I, I don't I don't have a lot of faith in their rotation, especially the first couple of games if they're going to be a little bit down. You're probably looking at Dane Dunning. You may be looking at Andrew Heaney, maybe Martin Perez. These guys have not been great this year. I'm not, I mean, Dane Dunning has been pretty good, but in terms of a, uh, a playoff game, I don't know how much faith you really have in throwing Dane Dunning out there. Uh, the underlying numbers have never been really great for him, really not a dominating guy. Where the Orioles have legitimate two aces in Bradish and Grayson Rodriguez. I know Bradish has kind of flown under the radar for some people, especially people who don't play fantasy, but he has been excellent in the second half of the year. I believe he was top three in the American League in ERA, and he finished out with a 2.86 ERA and a 1.05 whip. A legitimate ace. Grayson Rodriguez, if you look at the whole season, stats are not as good. But when you narrow it down to when he came back up, because he, he was sent down, and then when he was recalled, he was incredible uh, once he came back up. So I think you have to give the pitching edge to the Orioles there, and I think the bats are kind of a toss-up. I don't really think it's uh, a big sway one way or the other. The Rangers can get really hot offensively, so maybe you do lean towards them slightly, but the Orioles are no slouches. We are talking about a team that won 101 games. Santander, Rutschman, Grace, uh, Gunner, excuse me, not, uh, not Grayson. We're talking about guys that are well over 20 home runs. I mean, Rutschman hit 20 on the nose, but you're talking about a guy who gets on base as often as he does. Uh, you're talking a 373 on base. These guys are all at the 800 OPS mark. Like, there's a, a lot of pop in this lineup that doesn't really get talked about so, so much. Set, not even talking about Cedric Mullins. Uh, O'Hearn has had kind of a, a shockingly really good year. Ryan Mountcastle, even Adam Frazier has been pretty solid. They are pretty deep up and down the lineup. The Rangers are as well, but I think still I have to go with my with my guts here. I took the Orioles beating the Rays, and I think I'm going to take the Orioles beating the Rangers here too uh, with a slight edge to that pitching staff. Now, I, I think it's going to be a total shit show in terms of the Astros and the Twins. I don't see the Twins being able to keep up. Now everybody has kind of you know counted them out the whole season and blah, blah, blah. They did get through the Jays for that. You know, they were, they're in a bad division and all that. Those are the talking points. They did get through the Jays who were hopeless and just ridiculous decision-making and everything else uh, in that first round. But regardless, they did get through them. They did that with only two extra base hits, though. I noticed this at Mike Petriello, uh, who works with MLB.com. He tweeted this out today, that they only had two extra base hits, and they were both those Royce Lewis home runs. So they didn't exactly blow by the Jays. These are games that are essentially coin toss, you know, one run, two run games. They won two nothing and, and three one. Yeah, they did beat them. <coughs> Excuse me, but they didn't exactly blow through their competition. They're facing a team in the Astros that is really incredibly strong offensively. They are going to be starting off the series with Verlander. The Twins haven't announced a game one starter. I would assume it's going to be Joe Ryan, maybe Bailey Ober. I've seen a. Uh, it was announced in one place it was Bailey Ober, but I'm not seeing that in another couple of places that usually are pretty pretty with it in terms of projecting starters. So whoever it is, you're, you're going to be looking up in terms of the pitching matchup and in terms of the lineup, at least to start off the series. In terms of the whole series, it will get back around to Pablo Lopez and Sonny Gray. I have a lot of faith in Pablo Lopez. 
just because of the strikeout ability. I don't know that Sonny Gray can necessarily continue what he has done. I think there is going to be a blow up start, and it might. It might I, I know it's been a really great season for him, but a, a lineup against the Astros could really do some damage against a pitcher uh, like Sonny Gray, who is not too overpowering and more as a uh, pinpoint kind of pitcher. He's not somebody who is able to blow it past you. With all the smoke in the Astros lineup, I'm not sure if the, he is going to be as much of a factor in this series as maybe we're thinking. I might be wrong there, but I am going to take the Astros in this series uh, pretty handily. I think it'll be done in, I don't know if they'll sweep them. Maybe you give uh, the Twins one game, but I don't think this series is going gonna, is gonna to take terribly long to, to get wrapped up. The really interesting one is the Braves and the Phillies. This is the one that I predicted correctly uh, out of the divisions out of the predicted uh division series out of my wild card matchup uh, predictions uh word salad there forgive me but this one is going to be probably the most interesting series it's a rematch of what we saw last year where the phillies were able to beat out the braves i don't see them doing it again this year the braves are just too powerful i i really don't see it especially you know the braves are fresh they're going to be starting their ace spencer strider here in the first game the phillies are going to be starting ranger suarez to start out this series I don't really know that I have that much faith there. They had to use Wheeler and Nola, so I don't, I don't, you know, you can't really blame them. I might go Sanchez. I might have gone with Christopher Sanchez just based on how he has been. Ranger Suarez has not been great, not been terrible. Uh, he, he's fine, I guess, but against this lineup, it might get ugly. Suarez did end the year on, on a pretty bad outing against Pittsburgh, not to say that's indicative of what's going to happen, but this could get pretty ugly um, for this series. I, I, I don't know that I, I really expect much to happen here in terms of a great outcome for the Phillies. I could be wrong. Nobody was really predicting the Phillies last year, and it is the playoffs. Anything can happen. But I think we still have to acknowledge that the Braves are just so far in ahead of everybody else. If you look at their team stats for the regular season, every offensive category, they were first, right? Runs, hits, average on base, slugging, homers, OPS, everything. Like every, They were far and away the best team offensively even their pitching was pretty strong as a whole and especially with strider uh at the front end of that rotation i mean i don't i don't really think and strider can be prone to blow-ups don't get me wrong uh but i i don't really think it's going to be something that we have to worry about uh so much here against the phillies and again i could be mistaken it could be it could get ugly with strider because we have seen that with him before of course but generally speaking, uh, he's somebody that you can you can rely on for that one game kind of dominance. Again, it's bright lights for him. He doesn't really have a lot of experience under the bright lights. He's still a kid, but he is that kind of guy where I think he can really shine uh, in a series where he's only going to get to start one time. So may, maybe twice. Who knows uh, what happens? He maybe starts the last game of the series. But I do have a lot more faith in him as a whole than I do, and him and the and. The, the Braves as a whole than I do in the Phillies specifically because they are going to be not able to start their ace uh, out of the gate here. They're going to have to go with Ranger Suarez. Now the last series is actually kind of interesting as well. The Dodgers and the Diamondbacks. I I, I don't know about this one in all honesty. I I I think that you go with the Dodgers, uh, but it, it's it's cl it's pretty close in all honesty. Like the Dodgers pitching staff is fairly depleted. You got Clayton Kershaw, but after that, I don't. And even with Clayton Kershaw, I don't know how much faith they really have in him at this point. Outside of Kershaw, and Kershaw again can still be lights out over the course of a start, no problem. 
but he hasn't been as great, and the health has really been in question. The control has not been good uh, recently as well. A lot of walks down the stretch for him. And outside of Kershaw, you're looking at Bobby Miller, you're looking at Lance Lynn, Pepio. I just don't know that that's really going to be something that's that scary. I don't know. On the other side, uh, the the Diamondbacks haven't announced a game one starter. I'm honestly really not sure who they're going to throw out there uh, in the first game. I don't know if they're going to short rest anybody. Uh, maybe it's Merrill Kelly who ends up getting the start. Probably is Merrill Kelly, uh, I would imagine, who ends up getting the start there. Um, I, I, I think it's probably the Dodgers who pull away just because their offense is a lot stronger. And they do have a lot more thump that does come into to play in the postseason, not to take anything away from the Diamondbacks lineup. But I, I think it was a slight lean towards uh, the Dodgers still. Not like a I, – I think it could go the, the distance, the series. I don't know that it's going to be a quick series either way. I think it's – I think the Dodgers are not as strong as people maybe uh, give them the credit for. Their pitching is really not uh, up to the standard of what we – probably expect it to be at this point of the season they are pretty depleted i'll still give them the nod but it's by a hair at this point even though they're pretty heavily favored in that first game uh minus 195 they are at home kershaw on the mound i understand it but this is going to be a pretty close series it's going to be fun to follow along with but that will do it for us Uh, i did tell you guys we are going to be doing some shorter shows here as we get into the postseason and the first part of the offseason. But if you have any questions about anything fantasy-related or anything else, hit me up at JoeOrico99. Of course, be checking out Ethos Fantasy BB and SportsEthos.com. Until next week, guys, take care. Have a great weekend. Cheers.